0: Hello and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and on this week's episode, I'm joined by Chagas specialist Aidan Murray in the second part of a two-part series on planning in preparation for weaning. On the first episode, Charles Shiva discussed how to prevent pneumonia. On this episode, Aidan advises on how to reduce stress at weaning. I first asked Aidan, what age is the best time to wean?
1: I suppose, Catherine, um, realistically, you, you would like to uh, wean from about six months of age on. Um, and part of the reason for that is that, you know, a calf at six months of age should be fairly well grown, uh, should be eating a bit of ro- uh, grass and, and roughage, and hopefully it'll have given you a bit of time. Uh, weaning really before that, some people may be forced to do it, but like your cow is only working for half the year then, if, if you're weaning any earlier than that. so realistically lots of calves sort of that six to nine months of age would typically be the the uh, age at which people would be looking to wean at.
0: And when should weaning take place?
1: Well I think that's a a decision given the fact that we you know if the calves are six months old uh, um, we can take it that look it'll depend on the setup of your individual farm. Some farms are able to graze Later than others, um, weather conditions at the back end of the year. Sometimes you know it gets very poor conditions in September, October, and lads are forced into into weaning earlier. Some people like to wean and keep the stock out. Uh, other people like to wean once uh, uh, they to, to bring the cows and the calves in. So really it's, it's a decision for, for, uh, uh, for every individual farmer. I suppose the key thing about it is that you try and do it in a methodical way where you're reducing the stress on both the cow and the calf and trying to create the least amount of check in the performance of the animal.
0: You mentioned there Aidan, it really is different for every farm. Can you describe the different type of wean and trees that are on farms?
1: Yeah, well, I suppose go, going for for uh, the strategy that's probably most stressful on calves uh, would be an an abrupt weaning strategy whereby basically the cow and calf are separated, uh, maybe inside, uh, and the calf doesn't get to see or 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 suckle the cow again, uh, and that would be a sort of an abrupt weaning, and in some circumstances that has to be has to be carried out. Uh, if you take it what happens in the lakes of Chagas Grange, they will start to wean the calves um, by keeping the cow and calves in in a group and maybe take away five or ten cows out of that group, leave the the calves along with the other cows and calves that remain, and do that over a period of a week or so uh, until all the cows are gone out of the group the calves are familiar with their grazing area that they've been in, uh, and it's less stressful o- on those calves. Then you you, you look at uh, the herd in Newford and uh, Athenry; uh, they have a different approach. They'll uh, their calves will be born in sort of February March time. Um, they will look to wean typically in sort of early mid September, and the idea there is that they will uh, take the cows and calves inside. Um, they'll pen the cows uh, uh, and calves in adjacent pens, Um, but the calves are not allowed to suckle. Um, The the calves are given uh, good quality silage uh, and concentrate, Um, and the cows will be put on straw with a view to trying to get them to dry up. Um, And then after 36 hours, they'll let the two mix again to let the calf have a final suck. The cows remain inside on the, the, the straw, the calves are moved to a straw bedded shed uh, and will be given again, silage and concentrates held on there for about a week. And then the, 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 the calves are let back out to grass again um, and the cows can go back out to graze. And that has the advantage in that, you know, you can tighten up the cows. Uh, so there's a less of a grass demand on the cows at that time of year. Um, you've, and, and you can give the weanlings really choice grass and maybe potentially keep them out longer and minimize the stress on them by having them housed rather than having to house them too early. So that's that's another, uh, other farms uh, last year, for example, I came across a farm that they, again, they kept the cows and the calves together and they used uh, what they call weaning paddles, which is just a like the nose tongs that you use for restraining cattle. They're a little plastic paddle that slips onto the nose of the calf. It allows the calf to run with the cow um, but won't allow the calf to suckle. So the calf is with the cow all the time outside um, and it allows the, uh, the, the, the calf is weaned over the space of a, a week or 10 days from the cow, less stress on the cow, less stress on the calf. And the fact that you're keeping them outside, you're not worried about ventilation or, or, or shades being too stuffy or too clammy at, at that t- time of year. So look, There's any given number of ways that you could potentially wean. Uh, The likes of Grange is methods tried and tested and and works well for them. Newford have been doing the method that suits their farm, again works well. And again, the the likes of paddles are are encouraging calves to forward creep graze if you've got your farm set up and then eventually shutting the gates between the cows and the calves while they're still outside. You know, uh, as I say, they're all various methods they all have the same consequence at the end, uh, but they're all planned for and and they're done in a specific uh, sort of, in a specific way and the work and again the target is all about trying to reduce the the weanland, uh, the the stress on that weanland and on the cow.
0: Most definitely, Aidan. you mentioned there that the feeding of concentrates as part of the beef environmental efficiency program for sucklers, also known as the B best scheme, if farmers have selected the meal feeding option, how would they carry out this action?
1: Well, basically what you're signing up there for is uh, is to feed the, the calf uh, for the four weeks, uh, concentrate for four weeks in advance of weaning, and then for the two weeks afterwards. Um, so you're introducing the calf through either forward creep grazing and, and troughs on the other side, or uh, through creep feeders or whatever way that works for you uh, to one to two kilos of concentrate in that four weeks before you intend to wean. You wean uh, with whichever method you, you suits, uh, and then you continue to feed that calf for at least two weeks after the cow has been taken away. Again, it's a method of uh, getting calves uh, used to concentrate, uh, getting them used to the fact that they'll no longer have a supply of milk. Uh, and again. Uh, uh, reduce the, the the stress at weaning time, which, you know, as Charles would have said last week, uh, triggers, uh, you know, potential health problems uh, and trying to mani- minimize any, any potential issues there. So, you know, from a farmer's perspective, the, the queries that I'm getting would be farmer plans to sell cold suckler cows. Uh, you know, you have to have your dates lined up because if you happen to be inspected for BPS, you'll have to show that you had concentrate on hand, uh, purchase dockets for meals or whatever, um, in the month before the the, the weaning date, uh, and that the cow is actually still on the farm uh, uh, for at least that month once you start to feel meal feed. Once you wean, you can sell the cow anytime, but it's just to make sure that you're compliant uh, with the dates. Uh, that's the important thing because, you know, there is a, it is the one action along with mustn't out and vaccination. If you don't carry it out rightly uh, or, or correctly, uh, you will be penalized.
0: That's great, Aidan. And I suppose for farmers that are selling weanlands, is there an advantage in feeding meal this year, particularly with current prices?
1: That's a very simple one, Catherine. Uh, never in an animal's lifetime is it, is it more efficient than it is uh, in that sort of. Not to one age category, which your weanlin will be. Generally, you have a conversion rate of four to five kilos of concentrate for every kilo of live weight. Uh, that in a, in a one to two year old bullock, for example, would probably drop to uh, somewhere around one and eight, one and 10. Um, so, look, if you take it, concentrate prices have gone up uh, probably I anything mean, from 40 to 60 euros a ton this year. So, if you were feeding even a ration at 300 euros a ton, Uh, at the moment, uh, four kilos of that would be 120. Uh, What are you getting for your uh, kilo alive weight for a good quality weanland? Probably somewhere in the region of 230, 240, 250, 260 up to three euros a kilo. So if it's not efficient and cost effective to feed a bit of meal at that stage of the animal's lifetime, it'll never be efficient. Uh, And even at current meal prices, uh, it's still something that's worth looking at. Um, you know, if you've got calves that have good shapes um, and have the potential to grow on, that one, two or three kilos of concentrate uh, after weaning and, and before weaning to keep them moving on to stop the check and performance will put a real bloom on them. The one area that you might want to look out for is you don't want to be overfeeding heifer weanlings uh, because, uh, you know, a lot of heifer weanlings will probably get away on one, one and a half kilos of concentrate because they will lay down fat quicker. And if you're going to the mart, the last thing you want to be presenting is heifers that are, that are over fat, uh, because they're not as good a prospect for the man or the individual that's going to uh, look to buy them and bring them forward. So certainly if there's potential in your calves, that bit of extra feeding at this t- from the autumn uh, will help drive them on. But just be careful that you don't overfeed heifers and, and leave them over fat.
0: That's great Aidan and I suppose depending on the farmer system, some farmers maybe consider castrating bull weanlands and this can add stress at weaning. When is the best time to castrate bull calves?
1: Yeah well look the research is, is very clear on it. There's You're looking at research and you're looking at legislation with regards to castration. The current legislation says that you can castrate up to eight days of age with a rubber ring and uh, you can use a, a Bordizo up to six months of age without a local anesthetic. Once you go over six months of age, uh, you, you, if you're using a, a local anesthetic, uh, that has to be given by the vet. So once you go over six months, the vet's supposed to be involved there. Um, other, uh, The research would, would basically, uh, fr- from uh, the, 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 the Grange point of view, there was work carried out. And basically the simple rule is that the earlier it's done, the easier it is on the animal and the easier it is on the individual that's doing it. Like Work that was carried out showed there was no advantage in this delaying castration up to 17 months in some cases, which would be an extreme, on carcass weight. And we would have seen it at farm level. Calves that were castrated at five months of age uh, still had the same carcass weight at two years of age as animals that were castrated at 11 or 12 months. All, uh, you know, the difference being there was a much bigger setback to the animal that was castrated at 11 or 12 months uh, than the animal that was castrated at, at four or five. Like typically in Grange and in Newford, they will look to castrate the calves in that sort of July, August period um, when the calves are and around the five months of age. And they still go on to achieve very good carcass weights at, at 24 months. So. It's, uh, you know, there is some merit in giving uh, pain relief at castration, which some some farmers will do. The other thing, if you're castrating with a bander um, and some individuals, you just need to make sure that you have the uh, animals covered for tetanus, so they'll need a clostridial vaccine. But that tends to be with much older, much stronger animals. Your typical spring-born Wienland, you know, if they're castrated with a Bardizo before six months of age, um, you shouldn't see any setback in terms of their overall long-term performance. You know, the other point, I suppose, Catherine, that we, we would need to mention with, with regard to to weaning and minimizing dis- disease and stress is, you know, make sure that the calves, apart from your castration, which you'll be looking to carry out at least a month before you plan to wean, um, you know, make sure that the calves, particularly this summer where we're, we're going through a hot spell of weather, you know, long warm may be delayed and and we want to make sure that once the rain comes that that we have them treated that they're actually clear and that they're not carrying a, a lung warm burden or a stomach warm burden at the time of weaning as well. So there's a number of boxes Charles would have went through stuff in terms of things that have to be correct. You know, you need to be time your castration correct. Don't have it too close to weaning. Make sure the calves are well dosed. Uh, and that. And the other thing that's that's an issue around weaning time and shouldn't be overlooked, particularly if cows are going to be housed inside, is you need to be on the ball because that week after weaning time, cows that are in, in particular, unless you're keeping the sheds very, very clean, those cows can be prone to environmental mass status, which can cause loss a quarter if the cows get very sick. Uh, you know, cows going down, or maybe loss of, of, of a pregnancy in in that individual animal. So you need to be you need to be careful uh, and and set it out, plan when you're going to do these tasks, when you're going to wean, how you're going to wean, and if you're working to a plan, you know uh, you're going to minimise the stress on yourself and minimise the stress on the animal.
0: Thanks, Aidan. A great insight on planning and preparation for weaning, and particularly how to reduce the stress at weaning. Thanks very much. That's all for this week's episode, and my thanks to Aidan for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie, or you can listen on Apple and Google podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our beef program, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Kat Egan, and thanks for listening.